I was asked to take the service, and I did not mind in the least. Um, I know it's a difficult setting downstairs, but I, I didn't mind. But I'm going to tell you and be honest that I have prayed for direction and prayed for direction and prayed for direction all week long, and I did not get anything specific, but this is what the Lord gave me about 545. Sometimes sometimes he just wants to see, see if you're going to hang on. Because I was about to fall off. You know, it's the same way living for God. You know, it takes you through trials and tests and see what you're going to do. And you're about to fall off. And he comes through. So about five, about 5.45, it really was, it was very late in the evening. We have our uh, Antioch council meetings on Thursdays, and so we're here almost all day long. And I went home and just freshened up a little bit and changed clothes and was sitting there in a few minutes. And I just reminded him I wasn't rude about it. Actually, I thought I was very kind. I said, Jesus, it's getting late. In case you haven't noticed, it's getting late. And I offered this service today to one of the AEC members, and they were so rude. They just stared at me. I'm like, can you just say something comforting? Can you do anything? They never said a word. They wouldn't take it. So I'm the one that loves you. That'll get them back, won't it? Don't you have a good time when you have me? At least you get therapy of laughing. Bishop is too heavy to laugh with. We love his teaching, and we need his teaching to get to heaven. But, honey, it is too heavy to laugh with. Amen. Amen. Oh, y'all aren't scared to say it. Okay. (laughs) But I was sitting there, and I said, Jesus... Woo, we're getting close. We are just getting too close for comfort. We got church tonight, and Bishop's asked me to take this service. And, you know, you, I, I'll be honest with you, naturally speaking, that's, that's a pretty big responsibility because I, I, w- I want to do the will of God, first of all. But second of all, I want you to have an awesome service. Is that all right? I think it's okay. So I'm going through all these thoughts. And then I began to just, it just went one direction. And I I really hadn't been thinking that. But in light of what Bishop preached Sunday night, and if you did not hear that message, I am asking you to at least go online and listen to it. And I wished I would have gotten more amens than that, but that's okay. But let me tell you something. We are living at the end. You can laugh it off. You can joke about it all you want to, but you're going to get busted. I'm not being funny here. We are living in the last days. When I read the news, I don't get scared. When I read the news, it only, only confirms more and more. Jesus Christ is coming soon. I am X amount of years old. We'll just leave it at that, okay? I'm just X amount of years old. And I have been hearing all of my life, Jesus is coming. Do you understand that? uh, There's a few, obviously my mother is is older than me and has been hearing it much longer than I have. And there may be a few others, but it's not very many in this building that have been hearing it any longer than I have or her. And we've been hearing all those years Jesus is coming. But now... But now is the time. Because as Bishop preached Sunday night, the Bible is being fulfilled. 
Everything is being fulfilled now. And not only that, but this world is in such a condition that we can't stay here. And I don't know how you feel, but I don't want to stay here. Every day you wake up, there's something else going on. Every day you wake up, the politicians are fighting again. Every day you, you wake up and this is going and that's going on and, and this is going to be that. And, and I just heard a little bit today, and I'm not going to even try to preach that, about something that's coming in September that could just, just shake the whole world. Somebody, I see you shaking your head. You read it too. I didn't have time to go into a lot of detail with it. And Bishop's going to tell me more after church because I asked about it. But some other things are getting ready to happen. It, this is winding up. This is winding up. And I don't know about you, but oh my God, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost now. I didn't come this far. Is there anybody else in the house? I didn't come this far not to make it. I don't have a one good foot, but let me tell you what, I'm going to pat that one. I didn't come now to give up. I didn't come now to lose out. I didn't come now for the devil to take it away from me. But I am determined. I am so weary. Can I be honest with you? I'm weary of people that are constantly crying and moaning and groaning about little trials they're going through. Some of them aren't big. Some of them are, but not all of them are big. Some little trials they're going through. And they're grumbling, complaining, well, I just don't know if God really loves me. Give him a chance. He'll prove he loves you. Because when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I felt a little alone that day. But I proved him. And I found out he not only loved me, but he was in total control. And I'm not the only one in the building. There's one standing right there that's just come through it. Yes, yes, right there on the second row. Oh, my God. She just got a clean bill of health. Somebody shout. Yes. Yes. didn't come this far to lose out and I realized but let me tell you something when I say this first of all this is in the word of God before I make my statement this is in the word of God in the last days there will be a great falling away so why are you getting so upset when people are walking away from God They're fulfilling the scriptures. They're only reminding you, I'm about ready to split the clouds of glory. I'm about ready to come back and get my church. Well, I got one thing to say to you tonight, Jesus. When you come, this girl's going. I've come too far to give up now. I've come too far to quit. I've come too far to get weak in my spirit. But I've got more of a determination tonight than I've ever had before. I'm going to heaven.
You know what? We need. We just need made up. That I don't have a new revelation to give you give give to you tonight. But we do need to have a made up mind. You don't. You can't be wishy washy living for God. I'm sorry, Sister Jean. I forgot. I'll put it back. You can't be wishy-washy living for God. You can't say, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll live for God today because it's a good day. Every day ain't going to be a good day. Now, let me just talk to you plain. It's not going to be a good day every day. And so on the good days, you say, oh, yes, I love Jesus. I'm going to make it. And then the next day you get up, you hurt your toe, you hurt your back, you hurt something, or something goes wrong, or you lose all your money, somebody steals your wallet, you have a re- something bad goes wrong, and then you go, well, I don't know. You ain't going to make it. But when you've got your mind made up, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter how many disappointments you might face. It actually gives you more of a a determination than ever before to stick it out with him. That just hit me this afternoon when I'm I'm, I'm involved in all this. I'm thinking, I've got a determination. I'm going to make it to heaven. I'm going to make it. You say, Sister Wright, that's a ridiculous statement for you. You've been living for God all your life. I'm not exempt from the devil coming my way. And you aren't either. There's nobody. I had you shout, now you may be mad. But there's nobody in this building that is exempt from the devil coming and attacking you and trying to get you down and turn your back on God, including myself. So I'm saying to you tonight, I am proclaiming one more time. I'm going to heaven. I want it to be so that the devil says, why should I even bother with her? She's not going to entertain me. So since talking to her, she's not going to entertain me. Because devil, there's no choice here for me. I made the choice 50 some odd years, my God, 50 some odd years ago. And I've made it again today. I'm going to heaven. It doesn't matter what comes my way. One of my dearest, not, I'm not close to them, but they're dear friends. So we, we count them friends. You know, some people you're close to and you buddy with and have a good time. They're, they're not that kind, but they're very, they're very dear to us. Bishop and I love them very dearly. Just a few months ago, and I believe we had prayer for them here, but just a few months ago, they've been pastoring about the same amount of time. We have, um, building a church and they're great man of God. He's given himself to the organization. They are, they are just wonderful people. Lived in a beautiful home. Gorgeous home. Older home that she had redone. It was just absolutely gorgeous. And it just burned to the ground. Nothing left of that house. Have you heard the story? One thing was left on that piece of property. 
Brother Huntley's Bible. I've got my foot on the rock. I've got my mind made up. So I walk through a lonely valley and I drink from a bitter cup. When the devil comes a knocking, showing me that there's an easier way. That's when I stand right flat on my feet. I throw my head in the air and I look him straight in the eye. I say, devil, my foot's on the rock. And this girl's got her mind made up. Because let me tell you something. It's all going to go away. Except for Jesus. That fireman told someone, I don't know if it was Brother Huntley, but I got the story. The fireman told the people that were there, there have been many times that we've gone to a fire and everything's been gone except the people's Bible. Oh, I'm sorry, Sister Jean. I'm supposed to keep it up here. Do you understand what you and I have tonight? And I'm not willing to give it up. It doesn't matter what comes my way. It doesn't matter what I have to go through. And I know that's easy to stand here and say tonight, okay? When everything looks like it's okay. But I know one thing. I may face a disappointment tomorrow. But I've got a God. not going to leave me. I love that song that says, not the one who runs the swiftest, nor the one who shines for a day because some of them don't stay. Oh my God. I looked through the years of Antioch. And there are many of you older, and I don't mean age-wise, but older Antioch people can feel the same thing I'm feeling here tonight. A people that were some of the greatest soul winners. Some of the greatest Bible study teachers. Some of the best care group leaders. They're gone. Not the one. Who shines for a day? I'm happy for them. But it's the one who endureth to the end. And that's going to be me. That's going to be you, Sister Doolin. That's going to be you, Dan. Oh, yeah. That's going to be you. I know the trials and tests you've been through. I know the disappointments, Leanne, you've been through. But it's not the one who runs the swiftest. It's not the one who shines for the day. It's going to be you girls. It's going to make it to the end. Francis, you and I are best friends. So I feel comfortable doing this. But I went home Sunday night and had a special prayer time for you. Because when I saw you in the pain you were in, it just tore me up. And I went home and I said, Jesus, I'm asking you to touch my little friend, Frances. She needs your touch. 
But I thought again, I had another thought today when all this was coming to me. I thought, you know what? Frances couldn't even hardly get in the building Sunday night. She was in such pain. I'm assuming that was okay. She was in such pain. It was a struggle for her to walk in this building, but she came. You know why? She's got a made up mind. It doesn't matter if I have to be drugged into heaven. It doesn't matter if y'all got to put me in a little red wagon. Put me in a wheelbarrow. I don't care what you roll me there in. I'm going through the pearly gates. I am going to spend my ear after in heaven with Jesus. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. See what you got to look forward to? When I look up on his face, the one who saved me by his grace, then you'll take me by the hand, a little Boshaya, and lead me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. What a day that will be. When my Jesus I shall see, not the pearly gates, not the streets of gold. When I look up on his face, oh, I can't hardly wait. The one who saved me by his grace, then he'll take me by the hand. Oh, I feel Jesus in here, me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that, oh my God, I feel Jesus in this house. I was at a funeral last Wednesday night of a very godly woman, Brother Michael Mangold that pastors our church in uh, Frederick. His mother passed away. Great woman of God, beautiful woman of God, loved God, gave herself to the kingdom all of her life. Beautiful woman. And I was sitting in that funeral and, and, and got a revelation. That's just my own personal revelation. You may have already got it. Just for some reason, I had never gotten it before. Is that okay? And I like getting new things. Okay. I like learning new things. I learned, some, I learned how to do something yesterday on the computer. I was so proud of myself. I wanted to send out something on Facebook and tell everybody. <laughs> you know, you can brag on yourself nowadays. But I, I love learning new things, especially when I can, fi- I, I figured it out on my own. I, oh, it just kills my pride. I have to go ask the bishop to help me. I like to do it on my own. So I, I just was so happy. But I love that. And I love learning new things in the spirit. And I love getting new things from God. So again, you may have already gotten this. That's all right. But we was, when that service started, the presence of God was power packed in that place. Can I be honest with you? I felt sorry for her doctor. I bet he thought, what on God's green earth have I gotten into? 
I haven't heard the story of what affected him, but he, her, her doctor was there at the funeral. But we, they opened the service, and, and brother, um, actually, Brother Cosner, the Sunday school director that takes care of your children at Sunday school, that's his grandmother. He opened the service with prayer, and when he began to pray, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost moved in the house. Hang on. And he got through praying, and then the worship singers sang. Well, actually, it was all of her granddaughters. It was the most beautiful scene I'd ever seen. I think she had like six or seven granddaughters. And they all got up there and sang for that whole service. Just totally amazing. And I mean, when they began to sing, the presence of God was just dynamic in the place. It was just, it was just, whoop, it was just exploding. <laughs> and I got it. I finally got it. Why? You can shout and have a good time at a saint of God's funeral. Oh, it's not just because they've made it. Ready? But it's because you're experiencing what they're feeling on the other side and they're sharing with you in that funeral. And I got to sit and I'm thinking, what a day that will be. And I got excited. I've been, and, and that's my own revelation. If you don't agree with it, we can all still go to heaven together because it's not biblical. Okay. That's just a thing for Alice. But I've been to a lot of funerals of saints of God and felt the presence of God. And I always thought, you know, this is because they made it to heaven and we're so happy for them. And they're rejoicing in heaven. No, I was actually feeling what she was feeling on the other side. I was experienced what was transacted in heaven. She was sharing it with me. So you think I'm going to miss that? Oh, no. If I ever had made up my mind I was going to heaven, I did last Wednesday night. Because I'm going to heaven where you can just feel the presence of God all the time. You don't have any cares of this life anymore. No sorrows there. No more burdens to bear. Francis, you ready? No more sickness. No more pain. Sister Carol Millette, great to see you here tonight. No more pain. No more having to go back to the hospital anymore. And you're going to make it, girl. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Do you understand what I'm saying here tonight? What a day that will be when my Jesus, I can't, I can't miss that. I can't miss that. There are a lot of things I might miss. cannot and I will not miss heaven I hope there's some of you young people that feel this way tonight this isn't just for the older people here tonight to feel this way I'm not feeling this way because I'm getting old and my life's you know and I'm no I feel this way because this is winding up and I've got a hunger inside of me to see my Jesus I've been wanting to see him for a long time, but I have more desire tonight than ever before to see him.
Naturally speaking, naturally speaking, not spiritually, naturally speaking, there are a lot of things that I would like to be a part of in the continuation of my life, but not anymore than going to heaven. Not anymore. I don't remember how many of you remember years and years ago. It actually has been a long time. But someone came through here, and we actually had copies of these, and I couldn't find my copy, and I was very thrilled to find it online. Um, but you'll, some of you will recognize this when I begin to read it. I'm a part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his. I won't look back. I won't let up. I won't slow down, I won't back away, or I won't be still. Remember that? My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm done and finished with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tamed visions, mundane talking, cheap living, and dwarfed goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right or first or on top or recognized or praised or rewarded. I live by faith. I lean on his presence. I walk by patience. I lift up, I am lifted by prayer and I labor by the power of the Holy Ghost. My face is set. My gate is fast. My goal is heaven. My road may be narrow, my way rough, my companions few, but my guide is reliable and my mission is clear. I will not be bought. I will not compromise. I will not be deterred. I will not be lured away. I will not turn back or neither will I be delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice or hesitate in the presence of the adversary. I will not negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up. I won't shut up. I didn't write this, but I sure do like it. I won't give up. I won't shut up. And I won't let up. Until I have stayed up, stored up, prayed up, paid up, and preached for the cause of Jesus Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus. I must give until I drop, preach until I all know, and work until he comes. And when he does come for his own, he'll have no problems recognizing who I am. Does Jesus know who you are tonight? Does Jesus know the determination that you have on the inside of you? Why don't you just declare it to him one more time in this auditorium? I've got a made up mind. I am determined to hold out to the end. There are mixed reviews, and I'm not here to argue what, and I, I really, I, I don't mean this unkind. I'm not here to argue it, and I'm not going to argue it with someone else. There are mixed reviews, and you know, you, sometimes you don't really know who knows the true story. 
Okay, let's just be honest. Okay, so there's mixed reviews of who possibly wrote this, but one that is very popular as to wrote this, this, um, this reading here. This was a guy in Zimbabwe that was martyred for God. And they found this in his house after it was over. He made it. He endured. He stood fast. I don't know about you tonight, but I have a determination. More than ever before. I'm not, I'm not saying, I said to you in the, I was very honest with you in the beginning. God did not give me some earth or shaking new revelation. And this may be too simple. I don't know. But I don't, I don't want you to just brush it off that I just said this because I don't have anything else to say. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. First of all, I would never dis- disrespect this pulpit like that. But I have more of a determination. When I see some of my friends and minister friends falling away from the truth, it doesn't make me want to question why they're doing that. Where are you at when you have those thoughts come in your mind? Does it matter? I don't want to hear what new doctrine they got. The doctrine is still the doctrine. The Bible is still the Bible. It hasn't changed. Man changes, but the Bible doesn't change. So if you got, you're going to tell me I've got a new revelation, I don't want to hear it. I'm not rude about it, but I don't want to hear it. But I'm have, I've got friends that are no longer a part of this. They're going different ways, different directions. That makes me more determined than ever that I'm going to make it to the end. And when Jesus sees me, it's going to be the same sister, right? That's been here all these years. It ain't going to be, if I'm not the same sister, right? He's not going to know who I am. Put your name in there. But I am determined that heaven is where. Because you see, through my walk with God, and it's been a long time now, and I'm winding up. You're welcome to stay here in fellowship, but I'm winding up. I've been around a long time. But this isn't where I ever planned to stay. Let's just distract a minute. You ever sat in your house and wondered who was going to get it, what was going to happen to you when you went in the rapture? I have. Because my family's not going to get it. And I'm praying them into heaven. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking. I have. Now that may be silly to you. But I've sat there and just looked around and I thought, who's going to get all this stuff? And then I check myself and I go, what on earth do you care? You're going to be out of here. And it doesn't matter to you if they burn it, if they tear it up, if they steal it. So what? I'm not here for all that stuff. I thank God for it. I tell you that many times. 
I thank God for the house I live in. I thank God for the car I drive. I thank God for the clothes on my back. I thank God for the food on my table. Oh, yes, I do. Please, I'm not, I'm, I'm just being a little light, but not fun. I thank God for all that. But I, you know what? When it's time to go, goodbye. I'm going to be gone in the twinkling of an eye. I'm going to be gone. I won't have time to say goodbye. I'm going to be gone. I know y'all don't know this one. It could be while I'm singing this song. Woo! Wouldn't that be awesome? What better place to leave this earth but in an apostolic service where you're worshiping God? Yes! It could be while I'm singing this song. I'm going to be gone, and it won't be long. I'm going to be gone. You know what? You can't sing about heaven without getting excited. You can't sing about heaven without not wanting to go there. We don't, I don't mean this unkind. I'm just making a statement. You know, sometimes we take statements and I'm not making an unkind statement. I'm just making a statement. We don't sing a lot of songs about heaven anymore. I'm not critical, we, but we don't. We don't sing a lot of songs. You know, when I was growing up, that we, we sang about when we all get to heaven. What a day! You can't sing that and stand still. You can't sing that and not want to go there. I'm rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We will sing and shout the victory. You can't. You can't sing that. And not get a hunger and not get a desire in you to leave this world. You can't say, you can't say. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I know the songs aren't maybe politically correct. Who cares? They're talking about where I'm going. I don't care what they sound like. The angels beckon me. Woo! Can't you hear George singing that, Leanne? I'm just telling you right now, I can hear George singing that song. 
I'm about to do something the doctor said I can't do. I can't stand still. I can just hear George, George, Sister Doolin's husband, George, and many of you did not get to meet him. Oh, my God, what an awesome man of God he was. He could sing. I can just hear him now singing with us. My dad, my dad used to sing a song. I don't know it. I don't know. My mom might can remember. She probably can't anymore, but she probably could years ago. But anyway, she, I don't know. But he used to, he used to, right near the end, he used to sing a song. When I get, something about when I get to heaven, I'm going to get new shoes. replaced from all of the disease from the cancer and all the problems he had let me tell you something you can't sing about heaven without getting exciting and saying I am determined to hold out to the end I'm going to make it When you start to say, oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, Lord, I want to be in that number, oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the say, that's not a football song. That's a heaven song. I'm talking about marching in heaven. Marching in. Oh, Lord, I want to be in that number. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Let's worship him together. Let's worship him together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are not in this. We're not in this for all the blessings and we appreciate them. But we are in this to spend an eternity in heaven with Jesus. That's what this is all about. That's why it's worth going through your test and your trials. When I think of heaven, I can hardly wait to see my brand new mansion inside the pearly gates. It's, I can't remember all the words to it, but it's going to take me a million years to thank the Lord. So when I get there, 
I got to start. I've got to start thanking him when I enter the pearly gates and thank him for his goodness to me. Thank him for his mercy to me. Thank him that he saved my soul and saved me from a burning hell. Don't get distracted. Don't let, don't get distracted with your flesh and say, I can't wait to heaven to get my mansion. Oh, don't say that. You're not going to heaven for a mansion. You're not even going to notice that mansion because when you get to heaven and you see the face of God and the glory of God, you're not going to pay any attention to that mansion. You're not going to pay any attention to the streets of gold. That's why it should be the same way down here. I I, I appreciate the blessing, but I'm not in it for the blessings. Do not misunderstand me. Okay, but I'm not in it for the blessings. I am in this for Him. I don't know. I'm I'm done. But you've shouted. You've done good. So maybe I shouldn't end on this, but I am. But we all are nosy. All of us in this auditorium have a bit of a little bit of nosiness in us. Curiosity, whatever how you want to say it. I just say it plain. You can say, say the fancy word curiosity. It ain't curiosity. You're not curious. You are downright nosy. And so I had heard so much about one of the politicians' house that I was nosy and went online. Oh, my Lord. When you don't have nothing else to do, when you've done your prayer time, when you've done your Bible reading, when you've done your Bible studies, all that, then you can do this. But you can't do this when you had done that. And don't dare do it on your phone right now. (laughs) That would scare me to death. But you can go online and you can look at the house this person lives in. one in here. Y'all just trying to act so spiritual. I'm picking up on your spirit really strong right now. You are just, I know who you are. You, you don't look at it too. And I was like, are you kidding me? I have never seen so much gold in all of my life. Everything in the house is gold. Everything in the house is gold. It's a miracle. The woman he's married to ain't made out of gold. Everything is gold. If you haven't looked at his airplane, inside his airplane, everything is gold. You don't know if heaven's going to be a mansion out of gold. I don't know that. All I know is all I care about is the fact Jesus is going to be there. And I will not be cheated out of that. Anybody else feel that way one more time in this place tonight?
It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. I'll try. You know when you get to heaven, all these trials and tests and problems, they're going to look like nothing. You're going you're gonna to go, did I really go through that? And then when you're going through you, oh, honey, you're about to pass out. You know, seriously, but when you get to heaven and when you see Jesus and you get, get to spend eternity with him, you're going to say, It's just not words to really, there's no words in the English vocabulary that can say what we're going to say when we get to, not because of the streets of gold. What's that other song say? If walls were not jasper, if streets were not gold, if mountains would crumble and folks still grew old. That, that's not why I'm going, but I'm going because of him. I love him. I love him. But I'm going to make it. And I'm not the only one in the house that feels that way tonight. And I know that. And I'm thankful that God has blessed Antioch with people that have a determination. That it's going to make it to the end. Come what may. Storms may blow. Waters may rise. Difficulties may come. But when Jesus comes back, there's going to be a group of people from Antioch that's going to endure. Make it to the end. I love you. Thank you for your response in the spirit. God bless you. Have a safe trip home tonight. And everyone attend where they're supposed to attend Sunday. God bless you.